You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers, the podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose on purpose. Welcome to episode 11 of The Lightwalker's Path. I'm Serena Myers, and this week we're going to be talking about sacred boundaries. Now, this is actually a topic that was suggested by our community uh, when I was batching July's content. However, I had some resistance to this because while uh, I do a lot of my own boundary work, I don't consider myself to be any master. And so I had this moment of who am I to have a conversation about boundaries? But when I think about the whole purpose of this podcast, which is the honest truth and the messiness that really comes from living a spiritual life, I figured, yeah, who am I not to have this conversation? Because frankly, um, boundary work is something that we all kind of struggle with in one form or another, whether we are the victims or the perpetrators, I suppose, if you want to look at it in those terms. But because this is the 11th episode, and 11 is a beautiful divine number, and because this episode is dropping on my birthday, which actually was a pretty powerful boundary declaration on my part from a couple of years ago, I thought, you know what, actually, yeah, we're going to dig into this. So allow me to kind of fumble through this possibly imperfectly, probably imperfectly, And let's explore it together. And I also want to just remind you that I do have a Facebook community with the same name as this podcast, The Lightwalker's Path. And if you want to dig into any of the topics I cover, but this one included, please do join us there. Start a conversation. You don't have to agree with me. I would love to hear your perspective on any of the topics that I present on this podcast so that we can have these conversations. Because when we do it in a podcast, it's really beautiful that we get to have the sharing of ideas, but it is a little bit one-sided. And I would love to be able to have some back and forth on any of these themes so that we are facilitating conversations, so that we are reaching more people, so that we are going deeper than what I can cover on my own in only 15 minutes. You see what I mean? So why is my birthday a day of powerful boundary work and declaration? So two years ago, Uh, My birthday landed on the lunar eclipse, and it was right in the middle of a lot of kind of planetary stuff that tends to kick up every summer, it seems. And uh, I had a falling out with my family, and it was seemingly pretty innocuous. Like a lot of people say, oh my gosh, you stopped talking to your family over what was going to be served at your birthday dinner. And on the surface, yes, that's what happened. But if you actually go deeper, what it is, it was this culmination of being asked to surrender my needs, to not be prioritized, to not be important, that came with a powerful declaration of enough is enough. And I set a boundary that two years now down the road, I'm still upholding and it's not always an easy one. This is why I say I'm not a master at it. In fact, it brings me often a lot of sadness that I even had to set it up. I grieve uh, the loss that came on the other side of setting that boundary. And so when I'm talking about this work, I'm not going to try to paint this beautiful picture of, oh, you set your boundaries and then you're free. And oh, isn't life easy, beautiful and perfect? Because that would be a fucking lie. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't yet. I'm not about to start. But 
What I will say is that there is a freedom on the other side of it. Even when it's uncomfortable, even when you're crying and you're grieving. And here is why. When you set boundaries, when you uphold them, when you choose yourself, you are making a fierce and powerful declaration of self-love and claiming of your worth. So let me say that again. Boundaries are a fierce declaration of self-love and a claiming of your worth. So why does that even matter? I mean, aren't we inherently worthy? Well, yes. But the thing is, is that we get trained out of it. Slowly, over time, we just start to sacrifice ourselves, our needs. We put ourselves last. You hear that cliched thing about you can't pour from an empty cup. But how many of us try to do this every single day? And sometimes it's people have asked us to. Or sometimes people have just forced their needs upon us and made it more important than whatever it was that we needed or felt. But oftentimes it's just a slow, gradual progression of putting ourselves at the bottom of the to-do list. So what are boundaries? Is it just a matter of, you know, drawing a line in the sand and standing for yourself above all else? Well, I think that that's actually a pretty simplistic way to view it. I think boundaries are sort of a living and breathing entity that we experience and that we um, can uphold to different degrees depending on where we are in our journey and even where we are on any particular day, frankly. Boundaries are what you say no to. So it's drawing that line in the sand and saying, this is what I stand for. This is what is okay for me. This is what I'm willing to do. But it's also what you say yes to. So what you say yes to is what you let in. And that's equally relevant to what you're keeping out. So it's not like a wall that you're explicitly putting it up. It's almost like this breathable membrane where things are going to be able to come in and out. It's permeable. So you have to be the gatekeeper of that membrane. You need to say what has to stay out and what is allowed in. And I want to get into the allowing in a little bit further into today's podcast too, because there is stuff that we don't even consciously recognize. We always think about it as being people as opposed to um, experiences in, in media and what we immerse ourselves in. So I really want to get into that yes element and what we're allowing in a little bit further in because I think it's really important that we explore that. And so like I mentioned, having boundaries is sometimes being uncomfortable. And it's choosing to be uncomfortable because that discomfort is less painful than the alternative. And this is the thing I had to sit with with my family. It was very hard to do my first Christmas without them. Even though I had my own family at home with my husband and my son, the idea of having to change routines, change traditions, that was actually really hard. And when I sat with it, I said, okay, this is sad. I'm grieving it. It hurts. But would I rather be having dinner with my family right now and then thinking about what Christmas actually looked like? And actually looked like, not the Norman Rockwell picture that I had painted in my head. That was not how it was in reality at all. And the answer was no. I didn't want to be stuck somewhere. I didn't want to have people showing up at all the wrong times. I didn't want to have... 
um, people tuning in and out of the family gathering while my family just sat around in the living room, like waiting to connect with people. That wasn't the experience that I wanted to have. And so when you get really real about what it is that you're letting go of, it helps you to be able to manage the discomfort of what's on the other side of it when you do start to question whether you made the right decision. And you have to acknowledge that when you shift and change and start to uphold these boundaries and you start to say no or you start to be mindful about what you say yes to, it changes the balance of how things were with the people in your life. And that's okay. This is not to say that you have to put all of your stuff on the back burner and that you have to start saying no to yourself again. I'm not saying that at all. But you do have to recognize that even though you have had this internal shift where you're saying yes to yourself in this beautiful, powerful way, the fact that the people who are around you who are used to operating from a particular place, it's going to impact them as well. And so you have to recognize what that means. And sometimes it means that uncomfortable conversations need to happen where you say, hey, I recognize I'm changing the rules of engagement, but this is what works for me now. How are, how we were doing it before, that doesn't resonate for me. And in fact, it kind of sucks me dry and this isn't what's going to work. And you have to find a middle ground that works for both parties. And if you can't, then it means letting those parties go and being okay with that. And again, coming back to that place of, was that worthwhile for me? Was it, is it better to be sad to have this hole in my life where this person used to fill up or to what was the cost of sacrificing myself, of compromising all the time, of overgiving? Where, like, were my needs being met? And if they weren't, am I okay with that more or less than the pain and the discomfort that I'm feeling of not having that person in my life right now? So there does have to be this kind of, raw, honest conversation with yourself, which isn't always the easiest thing to do. But if you're not really looking at it with those truth lenses on, it becomes actually uh, pretty hard to be able to ride out the storms and you find yourself falling back into those old patterns because it's easier, because it's less disruptive, because it's more comfortable for the people around you. Now, I mentioned before that I wanted to come back to this idea about what we're saying yes to. There is this invitation to you now, if you're listening to this podcast and you've made it this far, to take a stock of what is in your life and to decide what needs to change and to then conduct yourself accordingly. So that could be your work environment or your home environment. It could be clutter. You want to think about who the people are that are in your life. They're probably the most obvious one from a boundary perspective. But also, who do you follow? So on social media, how many times do you scroll through your feed and um, there's just certain accounts that will either lift you up or kind of make you feel shitty about yourself. You find yourself comparing. You find yourself judging. You're not in these really great spaces. And what you allow So if you've been in a line for a super long time and someone just cuts in front of you, do you just let that happen because it's easier than saying, excuse me, you cut in front of me? Do you in the workplace allow uh, people to just offload their stuff onto you even when it's not your responsibility because you want to feel needed and important? You know, are you actually giving your merit away because you're so nice? 
different things like that. So you want to have this moment of reflection of who you allow in, who you follow, what you allow, and how do you feel about those things? If you feel really good being the person that people can offload their stuff to and it doesn't make you feel stressed or burdened or whatever, then nothing has to change. That's not a boundary that you need to set. But if you find that like your home life is suffering or you're tired all the time or you're hating your work because you don't even get to do your work, you're busy doing everybody else's stuff, that's a boundary that needs to uphold, whether it's by you or by a supervisor or whatever. Same thing with the relationships you have and with the people that you're following on social media. If you find yourself being kind of catty or kind of judgy, or if you look at that and you're comparing yourself and you're wishing, oh my gosh, I wish I had her ex. These are the times where you're like, maybe I need to unfollow these accounts. Maybe I need to stop torturing myself. There are these little things that we do in our everyday life and we don't really realize the impact that they have. But as we start to make those changes, as we start to say no, as we start to bring in support, as we start to engage with the people and with the content that really make us feel super inspired and uplifted and capable of anything that tap into our absolute best selves, that's when we know we're on the right track. And yeah, there is that kind of awkward in-between time as we're stepping into that, as we are Oh, stretching through the discomfort of saying no when we always say yes, of speaking up instead of being nice, of unfriending someone who we know is absolutely toxic, but you know, they are a friend of a friend and we don't want to rock the boat and wouldn't it just be easier to have to see their crap in our feet all the time. When we start to make those little stands, they start to add up and suddenly We are valuing ourselves in these new, beautiful ways. The idea of upholding boundaries no longer makes us want to throw up a little bit. It actually feels like something really good. And we are feeling strong and capable and empowered and masters of our own destiny because we are. All of this is possible for you if you want it and if you're ready. And let me tell you this, you are worthy and deserving of feeling good, of feeling supported. You are worth fighting for. You're the one who's got to pick up the sword and the shield, but you're worth it. And that's not just some makeup lines catchphrase. So that's it for this week's episode, my loves. I hope that you found it helpful. I hope that you are celebrating my birthday with me. And as always, you can head over to thelightwalkerspath.com and sign up to actually have these episodes delivered to your inbox so that you don't have to set the calendar and remember to come back every Wednesday. They will be delivered to you once a month with a little summary and it's all there. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. All right. I will see you next week. Take care now.